Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 336 of the Department of Offense. I'm your host, Casey Jeremy, as always, is Carlos. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. And Brian. Why does it sound so echoey for some reason? Uh, you, because, maybe you're just shouting. I don't no, know. No, no, it's because of Matt's mic. Oh. My mic? Because Matt always lays across the... No, and Matt. Oh, hey, how's it going? <laughs> no, I, I fixed it. It was, no, There we had somebody sitting at that mic before that was super quiet and far oh, away. Oh, okay. I haven't been in, I don't think we've been in new Studio B together. Yeah, we have. Have we? we had yeah. To. Yeah. Really? Yeah, you have. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just time goes fast. It was like, oh, Katie's been doing homebrew bomb with us for a year. And it's like, what? Yeah, I would really like to get into all of that. But first, I have to give a shout out to our page. Is that okay, Brian? Do you? I mean, you're one of them, so I'm asking. Oh, all right. Well, go ahead. I'd like to give a big shout out to our patrons, specifically our Black Belt patrons, Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornsson, Tyler Romanski, and Hop and Barrel Brewing. Carlos, you were telling me just the other day about the secret society that all of the patrons belong to. Oh, yeah. It is quite a secret society. It's amazing you don't know about it. And that I had to be the one that informed you about it. I know, but what was it? Well, you know the 90s and all the extreme sports from the 90s? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's all that. You could just stop there. Wait, it's the extreme society? That's a real thing? All of it, yeah. It's insane. And the only thing you have to do to join the extreme society is become a black belt patron? Yeah, well, you can be any patron level will get you a part of the extreme society. <gasps> but to be one of the cabal heads, you have to be black belt. Well, you get... Your name mentioned. Oh, okay, that's, okay, that's, okay. That's, that's the difference. You get your name mentioned. But otherwise, you do get to become a, a regular cabal member. Oh, that's very exciting. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of snowboarding, sledding, uh, another weird What's extreme sport. sledding? Extreme sledding? That's a good question. Well, it's you like, know. So you know, like, ramps that you use yeah. for, like, going and doing tricks off? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you use those for sledding, too. I was kind of going, going to go more in the the direction of in the, in the uh, you know. The, and you also do it over pits. In the grim darkness of the future, there are only sled wars. I'd watch the sled wars. Two factions fighting each other I, on I have, brutally on sleds. I have I have Chevy a question, guys. I, this is this is this is a thing I I literally just thought of sled grease. And I want I want to know what you guys think sled of this. Grease? So if you, if you took a saucer. And attached model rocket engines to it, like the big ones, like four of them, and then lit them off, and then went down the hill. Would it? Do you think it would spin you real fast? I don't think it'd spin you very fast. You think it would spin you? Yes. Do you uh, think it would start your your snowsuit on fire? Yes. I think if you were a kid going down the saucer, maybe it'd spin you. Also, yes. But do you think Do you think rockets attached to a sled would be a as good long idea? As yeah, if you were a bigger one, just wax like the shit out of the bottom of it. A gigantic adult like you are, Carlos, like maybe. Oh, it would probably just go like wouldn't go anywhere. It'd probably just be <laughs> stuck there in the snow. <laughs> I watched that video though, because <laughs> there would be a lot of anticipation. I'm sitting there and then failure. Just It'd just be me sitting on a, on a sled that, or like a, a saucer with all these bottle rockets going off around me, but I'm just sitting there not moving. Yeah. I, I would I would definitely watch that YouTube video. I would also watch that. Um, now I'm really quiet. I, yeah, well, I I turned the max or the main down because it was getting really loud all around. Oh, I thought it was just Carlos being loud. There was a general loudness. Oh. But I'll turn you back up, bud, just so you feel oh, better. Okay, thanks. Well, no, when you get quiet, that doesn't help <laughs> when I turn you up. God damn it. <laughs> this will be edited out. It's not going to be no, edited out. No. You know me. No one, all right. I'm going to edit this. <sighs> I think that's all the announcement things. Well, Carlos, has what anything been up to, ever been edited? Yeah, huh? Well, let's see. We've uh, edited. Oh. For Thanksgiving, I made some chili, and then I watched a couple episodes of uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Ooh, that sounds like a good Thanksgiving. So, yeah, the, the first one I saw was, it was uh, it, this was from the uh, the latest season that they released on Netflix. Uh, and the first one I saw was it was pretty weird, uh, like underwater creatures or. Like, oh, I thought you were gonna say underwater basket. But weaving. then I saw, and then they did Pacific Rim. No, it was Atlantic Rim. Wait, what? So, is that the sequel? 
No, no. Atlantic Rim is a uh, is made by like this is a film studio that makes terrible knockoff movies, but they make money. So they went to a different rim. So it's and it's the effects were terrible, and I fell asleep during that. That was very boring. Yeah, I would have fallen asleep during it Thanks too. Thanks for letting us. Yeah, know. nope. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, but those uh, I mystery science theater. Out what? Those mystery science theater three thousand shows are really good. Though. Well, what else oh. happened during your? Uh, I also uh, I got a I moved my switch to my bedroom and I picked up Diablo three. Oh nice! And that is uh, I just feeding my Diablo three addiction there. Uh, we also taught Carlos how to use a power drill. Oh my god! That was a thing. Was there was it? a thing that happened. How, did he make a burrito with it? No, I already like forgot he, how to use it. No, he, he, drilled, he drilled into the wall. Oh, my God. It was very exciting and very frightening. Apparently, Casey was against me just drilling holes everywhere until I found the right hole. Until I found the stud. Get right out of town. Well, so the best part was is the first time he was drilling the hole, he drilled through the drywall and was like, well, it doesn't go any farther. <sighs> yeah, that means you hit the stud. You need to push it in. <laughs> Well, I wasn't sure. I don't want to just start forcing it because I know you hit like the first time you tried. You, you hit like a screw. Yeah, I, I literally hit a screw. Like so, the, the first so I found the stud and then like drilled and then like I figured out where they drilled or they nailed the stud into the. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, that's right. Cool. I was like, oh, well, I can find studs real good. But yeah, it was uh, it was uh, it was it was he's, a good time. He's like a feral child. Where, wh- what? I'm right here, man. Oh. <laughs> well, your mic is in front of your face. Hey, my my I'm... new goal is uh, just to teach Carlos new life skills, apparently. It's, I already forgot them. <sighs> what? In one ear, out the other. You don't remember how to use the stud finder? It's, it's the, stud, so the first oh, step... No, no, I've used stud first, finders before. The first step is you point it at yourself and yeah. be like, found one. Yeah, yeah no, uh, did not do that at all. That is the greatest dad joke ever. <laughs> It's the if first, you don't do the stud sensor dad joke, then... It's, it's the first dad joke anybody ever learns, and it's a classic it's that best. never goes out of style. Uh, at Home Depot, they have it on a placard next to the stud sensors. Do they really? No. Oh. <laughs> I got very excited. If I worked there. <laughs> You'd put one on they And they'd should. be like, you, gotta, you have to, hey, corporate says you have to stop, you know, Brian, you have to stop doing that. Uh, no, you can't, that would be no dad would go to your Home Depot then because then they can't make the joke. It looks like they stole it. Oh, there is that. Yeah, yes, you're, you're not wrong. Close. There is that. Uh, anything else? No. All right, Brian. What have you been up to since last time you've been on? It's been a couple of weeks, bud. Oh my God, it has. has O M G. So the last time. You guys did the show. What was the discussion topic? Uh, it was the one that you came up with and I stole from you blatantly. And that's where I want to go with this. This is um, if, at the studio here. You're not probably watching, but there's a clock that only gives me enough time to say what I want. I'm just kidding. <laughs> as much time as I want. <laughs> and out come the bells. Yes. Oh, you already have I, <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> the other bell sounds slightly different, though. <clears throat> I like the option of having two. I don't like that option. Okay. Uh, we, can't, we, we learned that we actually can't give Carlos a bell because he fiddles during the show. Oh, yeah. And it turns out that he fiddles with the bell. I don't, I don't fiddle at all. Wow. <laughs> hey, look over I'm at your fiddling. I'm fiddling with this pencil right here. <laughs> Oh, he's that's why you took the cords away from over there. There you yeah. had him taped, and then he would take the tape and you know do I don't know what with he he make a origami crane. Yeah, everybody's tape. been saying I should get a puppy. Apparently, I have enough training with Carlos. So why do you need a puppy? Because everybody says I need a puppy. I don't think you need a puppy because the puppy is gonna be a bigger dog. I don't. At some point. I don't. I want it. I would rather just have the big dog, but you have to get the puppy first. Wow. All right. My time is up. No, your Matt, time hasn't started. You, what? Matt. <laughs> Matt. Ryan. What? Gosh darn it. What have you been up to, man? <laughs> Sorry. We got distracted talking about being a puppy. Two things. Disc golf. And I thought about something, actually. This is what I really want to use my time on. So I don't know. If, Wait, I don't is, know. is that two things? You said one thing. Yeah, uh, but he just thought about another thing. So Rick texted me the other day, and he said something along the lines of, I listened to your new Hop and Barrel podcast. Mm. 
No, he said, I've, I've listened to the entirety of the Hop and Barrel podcast. And, or, or he said, over the last two days, I listened to all of the Hop and Barrel podcast. Which there was only one. And that was very humorous. It on was his the joke. Part, it was good. He, it made me chuckle. It, it drew a, a very deep chuckle. Uh, it, I just said, that's so sick, man. Uh, thank you for your support over the last few hours. <laughs> because it had been released early that morning and he had listened to it by the time 8.30 rolled around. What was also funny is that the last time that he texted me, it was a picture of Carlos ordering Domino's via laptop computer, which he says, Carlos orders Domino's via desktop and instead of mobile like a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> So those are my last couple of interactions with Rick. But I, but what Way I thought to blow was, up my spot, man. Yeah, sorry, sorry, man. But then also you said that that he was like trying to like throw a lot of disc golf and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So here was my idea. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna take you out and I'm gonna show you like two things that will make you way 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 better than Rick at disc golf. Oh, way way way. I mean, I already Brian's beat him putt, consistently. Putt, of course in the park. Brian's yes. putt putt. No. And so <laughs> it doesn't rhyme like Pete's putt putt program in the park. But he, oh, he's got good, ideas, I guess. Sounds like a good program. Like Pete could just kind of like fund the whole thing. So uh, we'll get it. Still at him. under the umbrella of Pete's putt putt. Yes. Okay, okay. So we're, Okay. Yeah, but with instru- with cool instructor Brian. Featuring Brian. I I'll take my shirt off and I'll go tanning. <laughs> Please don't tan, just take your shirt off. All right. <laughs> Done. But no, I'm gonna I'm gonna like secretly train you to be way better than Rick. Always. Yes. Like we'll always stay one step ahead of Rick. I like this plan. Because right now Rick has been practicing and I'm still one step ahead of Rick. And it makes well, me so gotta happy. He's got to keep you one step ahead of him. That'll keep him frosty. Hmm. Anything else, Brian? No. No, I'm going to replace a keyboard on a laptop, which is something oh, I've never exciting. done, yeah. and is very nerdy, and I will tell you the outcome. Oh, and you have a new Hop and Barrel podcast. <sighs> there is a new Hop and Barrel podcast. Yes, it is uh, bite-sized chunks of what the hell is going on at the brewery. Yeah. All right. Matt. Matt. Wow, Jinx. Thanks. Thanks for the introduction, guys. Uh, You're welcome. Thanksgiving week happened. Busy at the bar. That mm-hmm. whole thing. What'd you do for Thanksgiving. Uh, dad deep fried a turkey, Whee! so I went over there and ate way too much goddamn food. Delicious. Took a nap and Only went the straight time to you... REM sleep and had to go to work then, and I'm like, this is not gonna be good. Oh, that's not good. So that was a long night, Thanksgiving night, and everybody's fucking wasted when I got there. Music just blared, I'm like, oh my god. How many Minnesotans? Uh, Wednesday night there's quite a few, uh, Thursday not too many. That's good. Yeah, yesterday and, uh, the day before there's quite a few Minnesotans. Cause, and a lot of people are from Hudson, too, being like, well, I don't want to drink in Hudson because there's too many people in Hudson right yeah. now. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So we, it's we did that. Uh, <laughs> what did you do on Monday night? Monday night? What did I do Monday night? We went for sushi. Mother. Oh, we went for sushi. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I immediately got into my bed, and I think, what, it was like 8.30? It was 8.30, 9 o'clock, and we just immediately, like, yeah. I went, I got into bed, and I, like, opened up my laptop, and... Fell asleep before I, I even got to I kind of did the same thing. Yep. Like, I took my pants off and <laughs> went into bed. Yeah, and then, like, 1 o'clock rolled around. Yeah. Oh. Then like Matt and I, we went out. Uh, so we went out on Monday night to sushi because we were, like, we're kind of craving, like, just, like, a good old-fashioned sit-down, have a stupid meal. Hot sake and beer and, and appetizers. So much food. <laughs> and, oh, man, it was fantastic. Yep, my eyes were bigger than my stomach. Oh, definitely. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like, we ate most of the food. Yep. Yeah. I just left my California roll because that's yeah, stupid. Yeah. And I left my whitetail roll because that's also stupid. I couldn't eat any stupid. more tempura either. So I ate all the sashimi and stuff. But yeah. And we got toro and oh, yeah. I got king crab. And we got edamame. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that oh. was good. That was that made that was a good week. It was <laughs> a good start to Thanksgiving. <laughs> it kind of made everything. Okay. Again. Yeah, it was kind of shocking how busy it was in there. It was insanely was busy for a Monday at night because, like, we went uh, Monday at like seven thirty, thinking, okay, we, are, we were the last table in there. Like, yeah, every table. Was a- had we been a half hour later, I think it would have been. Yeah, a there was nobody time, in yeah. there after we started getting our foods. Like, everybody started yep. leaving. I'm like, oh, geez, what? But yeah, when we walked in there and like, wait, we're what? Huh? So, yeah. But yeah, oh, that was fun. Anything else? 
finished the Great British Bake Off. Ooh, who won? Oh, man. I can't say that. That's You're right, because I don't spoiler care. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Did they make the Danish? Did anyone make what Chipotle? Otherwise, Carlos won't I don't won't know. Care. Did they make a Danish? I don't know Did what they do Did they make buffalo wings? Carlos also won't care. There's, they don't bake buffalo wings. Nobody wants baked wings, motherfucker. No, you're not wrong. Do they make any turnovers? <laughs> wow, that's totally you're totally right. <laughs> they did. They Damn. did have a Danish day on one of the seasons. So oh, I couldn't bell that any harder. I didn't. I guess I didn't did think before I spoke. Do they make any strudels? <laughs> strudels? I don't know. Maybe. I do like a good strudel. <laughs> they make three different things in each episode, and each episode has a theme. So they've so, done a lot of things. I think in the I past like a Danish years. better than a strudel. I can make a toaster strudel. I don't, but that's about it. I don't usually like pastries or sweets, no, but after watching oh, this wait, show, no, I'm I like, I want I all the sweets. So a Danish is, uh, it has like the the grooves of like filling okay. around the, the pastry. Yeah, yeah. And, and, then, and then the strudel has the crumble on top. Oh. But but strudel can come in more of like, you could, it's like a, maybe a. a yeah, so can a, Danish a though. A pan. Really? Or to- yeah. toaster strudels. Like, but you, yeah, so you, you have an individual strudel. Yeah, um, but I feel like what you're talking about here, Matt, is like the bastardization of the actual strudel. There's and I think nothing worse than biting into a toaster me, strudel agree with me. and realizing that it didn't get all the way un- uncooked. No, there's nothing worse than biting into a ter- toaster strudel and then realizing it's one of the savory ones. <laughs> what? I, they're... Uh, but actually, huh? if you do that ahead of time, it's probably pretty good. Yeah, but if you don't know, like if you're thinking like, oh, this is going to be a nice raspberry toaster strudel, and then you bite in, and it's full of egg and ham. How do you make that mistake? Ooh, those are good. <laughs> no, they're very good, but if it's not what you're expecting, <laughs> it's a problem. But Do you take but your two boxes your toaster of strudels. toaster strudels and throw them together? No. When which you're... one will I get next? Oh, wow. I mean, actually, that sounds like a really fun morning. Uh, no. I mean, you, you, you should be able to smell the eggs and everything. I don't know. I was very tired of my... My mom put one in front of me, and I just assumed it was raspberry. <laughs> Should not have put frosting on that one. Casey. No, she hides the frosting packets. Why? Because then they're healthier. Yep. That's rude. That's rude. I know. That's why my mom doesn't buy toaster strudels, and I don't go over to my mom's for breakfast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I forget that they had those bacon, egg, and cheese ones or whatever. Yeah, the bacon, egg, and cheese is pretty and good. And they gave you frosting packets with them too. They don't give you frosting no. packets. Oh, they, they give don't. you a graving packet. Gra- do what? Gravy. What? Gravy. That oh, cool. sounds terrible. I. How do I not know about this kind of stuff? What? Oh, because I don't eat garbage. Uh, maybe you should. That's all I eat. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I know. That's why we started talking about years, this. Right. You know. All right. Uh, Matt, anything else no. before we move on? All right. Uh, so things that Casey has done, uh, sushi was a thing. I made uh, for Thanksgiving. Matt was kind enough to bring over pheasant breast. Wow. Uh, and I made wow. uh, pheasant breast in a mushroom sauce over rice pilaf oh, with roasted this. vegetables. I want to say that I enjoy looking at your food posts. I enjoy on eating my food the posts, Instagram. Thank you. Was it a, a pleasant pheasant? It was a fit pleasant for pheasant. A peasant? It was uh, fit for a king. Huh? A peasant did not zer- deserve my pheasant. Okay. The peasant in would fact, get a pheasant pot pie. The no. pheasant would not deserve my pleasant pheasant pot pie. Yeah. Are, are we doing this? Well, we were until you What if it was a present? <laughs> you want me if it was a to pre- present a pheasant. A present pleasant. With a pheasant. Oh, my God. Or a pleasant pheasant pot pie as a present? Yeah. That's exactly what I want. Preposterous. For a present? <laughs> For a present preposterous. P-P-P. P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P. I'm out of P words, man. I know. I think that's that's just we got four of them. Unpasteurized <laughs> milk with my pheasant. You want a pasteurized pleasant pheasant? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So I did that. Uh, it was fantastic. It was a really good um, uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, and then, let's see. Friday, I poked some beers. Uh, that was fun. I just took a hot poker and shoved it in some beer. That was yes. I. <laughs> Oh, that was that a, he sent me a video well, right? of someone jamming a hot poker into a plastic cup and it all just <laughs> going everywhere. And <laughs> It's a joke video that I set up but to I, fuck with I Brian. I, maybe I was in a serious mood or something because I was like, Casey. <laughs> and then he called me I immediately. Called him, like, it was a joke, man. It was a joke. <laughs> I was like, oh. What was the idea behind this fire oh, so, poker? All right, so uh, the fire poker thing actually... Uh, 
Hop and Barrel reinvigorated the idea in my head uh, because they were fire poking beers on Friday. We, we've been we have some fire pits at the brewery that we've been doing. So basically, what you do is you take a hot rod of metal and you sh- and you shove it in the beer, and it caramelizes, caramelizes a lot of the it. sugars, um, and it changes the fa- flavor of the beer. Um, we had some s'mores, uh, like you know like when porters. you do s'mores, like it's that's well, what yeah, the yeah. marshmallow so, so we, caramelizing. Uh, but it was it, really cool. So we took these s'mores porters, which like when you try them, like they taste like graham cracker and marshmallow and like maybe a little bit of roast. But when you shove a hot poker in there, it um, it caramelizes some of the the sugars. So just so so it tastes like a burnt marshmallow, and it's so good. To be fair, this has all to do with Shell's brewing. Company, yep, and Min- and New Orleans, New Orleans, Minnesota, doing this. The only reason any of us know what this is. Yes. So, yeah, it's uh, it's it, it it was a lot of fun. Uh, we did that. I also brought over a bunch of cheeses. Um, Joel made um sausage rolls, so we had charcuterie and sausage Ooh. rolls. Man. Again, I like to be invited to the things yeah, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not gonna go to. Well, no, but these ones you should I, go to because they're always totally small gatherings gone. with the best food. I totally would have gone. To yeah, that, that sounds because, good. Yeah, because when I hang out with Steve and Joel, all and we it do was is just eat. sitting around doing nothing. So yeah, that, that was my day that day too. Yeah, but Carlos, we invited you. When did I get? Oh, invited? you got invited. Uh, the the day before, I was like, "Hey, we're going to Stephen Joel's." Did you get invited? No. Oh, maybe that did happen. I'm not Are sure. You feeling and you said no too, no. or oh, no? The I day before that, what day was that? That was, it was totally. Thursday. I said, "Hey, tomorrow." Totally feeling bummed. Oh, I probably wasn't listening. I was busy okay. Well, chilly. that's <laughs> not my fault then. That's, that's your problem. All right. Uh, yeah. So uh, besides that, um, <laughs> oh, I watched all of uh, his dark materials. I got caught up on that. It sounds like the Red Shoe um, Diaries. Is that show still going on? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Season two season started. Just started. Um, fantastic. Season two doesn't have enough uh, polar bears and armor fighting things, so wow, I need cool. I need more of that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I've never watched the movie and never saw the TV show. I did read the book when I was younger, though. Okay, the book series. Yeah, because the the movie was the Golden Compass, right? Yeah. Oh, is yeah. that the books that they're made? Okay. Yeah, and then it was uh, the subtle the, knife the was the second one. I don't armor. remember the third one was. That's when I started realizing that I was like, oh, yeah, polar bear and armor. Is that the same thing? I just thought thing? they had the same idea at the same time. Well, they're, they're so wait, did they get to the, the knife that can cut through anything in season two? Uh, that is, I think, the plot of season two is trying to find that because they introduced this guy, Will, but the prophecy is about a knife and apparently can cut through things. Yeah, it cuts through literally everything, including the fourth wall. Jeez, did we... Uh, talk about Mandalorian yet? We have not talked about Mandalorian. I, I'm not uh, watching He doesn't watch. I don't think Matt watches. And so the only people who could talk about Mandalorian is us. And like, I, I don't watch it until uh, they have But Baby Yoda time. has a name. Boda or Bada? Boda? It's Bada Goku? Gorku? No, it's <laughs> Goku. <laughs> Goku. Are you, are you guys here? It's, it's a Super it's, Yoda. It's Grogu. Like I said, Grogu. 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 Yeah. That's why I said Goku. And they're like talking about him, and then she's like, Ahsoka Tano is like, dude, say his name. And he, is, he goes, Grogu. And then Grogu's like, What's up? He's like, like every that? time. But also, like, kid. And the kid's like, Woo! Yeah, but like, he, like, he turns his head and he's like, He's like, Grogu. And he's like, What? Hello, yes. He's little, yeah, that is me. Maybe he'll listen better now and not eat all the fish ladies' eggs. <laughs> that was funny as hell. All right. Uh, you know, does somebody want to pour the beer? I uh, chipped all of the wax off of the beer. So your job is done for the day. Gave it to Matt. Okay, so Captain Trips is apparently uh, some sort of Jerry Garcia meaning. Yeah, I know who that is. You should explain who it is. I thought it, was, I thought it honestly was like Captain Chips... And the guy who rode the motorcycle in the show Chips. I thought it was dealing with Ooh, Captain Crunch. I know. No, all right, so we're we're I'm doing like, uh, oh. Captain Trips chocolate toasted nut or coconut stout toasted nut uh, from Swinging Bridge is a perfect balance of chocolate and toasted coconut, uh, coming in at eleven point nine percent. So this is from Swinging Bridge Brewing Company in beautiful River Falls, Wisconsin. Uh, we've had Mike on the show before. Numerous times. Uh, a few times. Um, it's been a minute. Uh, yeah, but not lately. So, Mike, if you're listening, come on, man. Come on down, man. Come on. Come on down. Come on. Ooh, this is... 
Ooh, that's very coconut. This is as advertised. Very chocolatey. Good head. Uh, Brian, we're going to start with you because Carlos has not had a chance to drink it yet. Oh. Ooh. I get like some Nesquik vibes. Yeah. It's try it tastes like um a chocolate malt. Yeah. Nice. With some coconut. Well, there's definitely coconut, but it doesn't taste like um the, the the thing you run into with beers that do coconut in them is that it it tastes like how the suntan lotion smells. Yep. And I don't get that with this. It's like it, there's like chocolate malt and there's coconut and it tastes like actual coconut. There's good vanilla vibes, so maybe that's a good way to tie the coconut in is to just like go the vanilla route. I don't know. Yeah, I like it. Matt, hey, that's pretty good. I dig it. <laughs> <laughs> Happy about this one. That was that. Those were some <laughs> words that you said there. Good bud. job, <laughs> Carlos. Yeah, uh, this is you can. This has got a nice chocolate flavor in there. Uh, that coconut really does mix very well with the chocolate as well. Yeah, good balance. Did yeah. I say that? Yeah, I should say that. It's good. It's balanced. The uh, man, the chocolate is almost overwhelming. There's so much like. Um, like, but it, it's, it's, it's you know what it is? It tastes like Hershey's dark chocolate. <sighs> like the Hershey's dark milk chocolate. Um, you know, like the little like bars that are just like a little bit on the roasty side. Which is my favorite chocolate bar. Oh, okay. Like, so I really like it. Like, cause it's, um, yeah, it's not overwhelmingly sweet. I really like it definitely that. Definitely has the dark chocolate notes for yep. sure. Um, and like that coconut just like, it just kind of supports everything. I'm not getting like a big coconut flavor. It just kind of supports, like what Brian was saying with the vanilla and the coconut leg. It just kind of boosts that chocolate. The, the beer is dry. Yes. And I keep going back. So It's very good. Sensation when you're eating bitter, dark chocolate, the, the whole affair is dry. Yep. And, and the reason behind that is that there are less sugars involved in a cacao situation. If you really want to beef up the way the cacao tastes, you add, you know, sugar, vanilla, coconut which is what they did and mm -hmm. made a nice uh yeah. nice uh pillowy balance very much enjoy this Brian. balance that's a good that's a good give me a number i hate doing numbers and I, I know i've been doing them lately and i don't i mean if you don't feel comfortable giving a number you don't have to give a I number i'm, I'm just I gonna ask to. you to give a number all right she's giving it one bell <laughs> That's up to interpretation. One people. bell equals one <laughs> like. Cool, man. So, <laughs> Tom uh, Nook's I'm, gonna collect taxes on those bells. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put this at an eight. I like it a lot. One prayer equals Carlos? one like. Yeah, I, I like this a lot. Uh, I'm gonna give this an eight point five. It's like a dessert in a glass. A nice chocolatey dessert. I'm gonna agree with Carlos on this. Eight and a half seems about right. This is this is quite delicious. Um, I don't know if I would sit on this though. I wouldn't either. I'd drink it. Like I think this is this is one to drink right drink away. Drink it and share it. It does. Yeah. It does have a tiny bit of like boozy character. I'm not getting a ton of like bad. hotness yeah. though. Like it's it's a it's a booziness that helps all the other flavors. Yeah. I think mm -hmm. warming. I think is a yeah warming would way be to right. Put it. Yeah. yeah. Like it just it kind of all just goes together in this delicious concoction that needs to be drank right now. Like it's well, like it's like a babka bread in a glass. We know um, that what we know Carlos that, does love babka bread. He does. We, we know that Carlos likes it because he's not fiddling with anything. He actually made <laughs> something. Well, I, I can't feel it. Look at the thing that he. Look at the thing that he. Well, that was mean. <laughs> what he made he made like a, a, a he erected a Back structure to fiddling, over there. I guess. See, you uh, can tell he liked the beer me. because he. Yeah, but I had a d twenty and I wanted to see if I could roll a critical hit. You did. Well, yeah, you hit. I don't know if it was critical. Good. You're right. Except in my spirit. Rude. Well, Carlos, all I wanted to do was destroy your spirit. So <laughs> it's just one hundred percent radiant damage. My God. What? Oh, jeez. What are we doing here? I don't know. This is your show. This is your show. <laughs> <laughs> and you just belittled your co-host, so... Now, the Department of Offense presents... You know, who are you? With Casey. That's me. <laughs> you know, and listen to this show if you think that's belittling my co-host. 
Milwaukee police are investigating a case when a tire thief apparently left a turkey behind as a sort of payment. A man living on the city's north side said someone stole one of his tires this week and left a frozy, or a fro, a frozy, a frozen turkey in its place. Hmm. The man noticed his tire was missing Monday, and he said he couldn't believe his eyes because the thief had used a frozen turkey to keep the, his car jacked up in the air while they removed the tire. <laughs> oh, I thought he traded him the turkey for the tire. Like, I kinda. It's kind of a fair trade. But he like used it as a jack. How many pounds is the turkey? Does it say? Uh, it does not say. Uh, he says uh, the joke is on the thieves because he needed that turkey for Thanksgiving anyway. What? D- did he, though? Like, maybe the guy has a turkey farm that put the turkey there. Like, that's uh, that's Bupkis, isn't it? I mean, he said that's he bread. needed it, but also, like, a tire seems more expensive than a turkey. But do you really want street turkey? I don't know. I mean, how shitty... Well, I mean, but Carlos, you gotta get the, the turkeys off the street, okay? I say, it's been pretty warm out, so that must have been pretty thawed by the time and kind of smooshed. Right? I, I mean, where was this? It takes so long to thaw a turkey. Did any of us listen to where the story was? Milwaukee. Oh... So, yeah, so 50% of No, I, I was listening too. I just oh, it's a name it out loud. <laughs> so I was so the 75%. only one. So I was the only one. <laughs> God, God damn it. How We're, do you feel now, Brian? Well, How do you feel now? I feel like this. Ooh, that feels pretty good. All right, well, we're going to have to take that away in a minute. Uh, a new oh, study no. has found uh, <laughs> that hydrocarbon contaminants, typically associated with oil sands uh, operations, are contributing to decreased penis bone strength among among oh, river otters. God damn it, this is what you were talking about mumbling. That about might earlier. sound like a quirky bit of science clickbait, but the study's primary author warns that his findings could have broader consequences for wildlife and human health in the oil sands region in northern Alberta. Mostly because... Your penis bones will get weaker. Uh, We've demonstrated how the bone health measure, the penis bone, uh, is tied to exposure to certain trace elements and to hydrocarbons, said Philippe Tomas, a wildlife toxicologist in the Environment and Climate Change Canada, or with Environment and Climate Change Canada. The male river otter has a penis bone, or baculum, that is typically long, curvy, and slender. Uh, I don't know why I did that on the slender, but I did. Why are we doing this story, Casey? <laughs> about the, yeah, the envi- it sucks for the environment, but why are we covering it? Because I wanted to keep you talking about talk, penis bones. You just want to talk penis about penis bones. Okay. I mean, can you think of a better reason? I am... Uh, no, I'm, Casey, I can't think of a better reason to do the story. Pomplamoose. <laughs> All right, Carlos, really just because I wanted to say the phrase brittle penis bones, Okay. I heard him mumbling about it after after you need we a recorded to the say, other show. Do you need a reason to say brittle penis bones, Casey? <laughs> no. Do I need a reason to say brittle penis bones? No. I but mean, I wanted one so then I could say brittle penis bones and not get laughed at. Okay? Brittle like, penis bones. Yeah, we're definitely like, laughing at you now. No, I feel like all out of all of us, he would say it less than the rest of us. Brittle, brittle penis, penis bones? bones? He said it way more times than anybody else has at this table. Oh, there is that. Fine, we'll move on. <laughs> Man, I'm getting drunk off this beer. Like, what is this again? Eleven point. All right, its message Jesus. that minimum wage increases will lead to service workers being replaced by apps is continued on an company website, Bad Idea CA, which claims to be holding activists accountable for minimum wage consequences. So who the hell pays for billboards threatening wait staff with redundancy if they demand a living wage? But if digging and clicking reveals that the campaign is backed by Employment Policies Institute, the conservative lobbying group which regularly campaigns on behalf of the restaurant industry, followers of uh, Pando's Tectopus coverage might remember that the institute uh, for one of its key advisors, Kevin Murphy, a.k.a. the man Silicon Valley CEOs turn to when they want to justify screwing workers... Um, as Mark Ames explained back in February, when the heads of companies like Apple, Adobe, Google, Intel, Intuit, Microsoft, etc. are called upon to explain why it's okay to screw over employees or their consumers, they know exactly who to call Murphy. Murphy has a long history of trying to convince courts that workers are not being screwed and that dominant monopoly corporations are good citizens despite evidence to the contrary. It's somehow grossly fitting that a group which argues for screwing service staff which is uh, advised by a guy who tells companies like Apple that it's okay to screw their workers, is now posting ads in San Francisco saying that service staff workers deserve to be replaced by iPads if they demand more money. Is an iPad going to bring me a beer? I mean, no. Because if so, I want that app. 
Carlos. Carlos wants to screw workers in San Francisco. So, Carlos, I know you don't really. Well, yeah, Casey, if I have an app that screws over workers in San Francisco, that's fine because I don't live in San Francisco. Well, to be fair, I don't understand how service workers can live in San Francisco. I have no idea. Like, when rent for a like a one or like a studio apartment is like three thousand dollars a month how maybe they don't live casey maybe they're all dead on the inside oh no that's just a given yeah their corporate overlords have won yeah tips are probably a lot better uh have you met anybody from silicon valley well i'm saying for a service industry just like in new york or whatever what that one guy that i know in new york he lives in Way far away, but makes a shit ton of money downtown or whatever, and the people over tip like crazy downtown because oh. they're making more money. Do you not tip a dollar a beer in New York? No. Maybe I'm doing beer wrong in it's New like York. It's four. That's too... You're <laughs> pouring a beer! <laughs> you're pouring a beer! I know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it's true. Like, you need to get Carlos out of the house, though. I'm like, I'm not kidding. Why? <laughs> Where did that come from? I, I, don't, I'm, well, he did, I, I don't take know. him on his daily walks. <sighs> The people that don't know us are randomly here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we'll talk about this. (laughs) All right, then. All right, uh, so here's something that we're going to talk about. Uh, This is more of a mini discussion than a news story, but we're going to talk about the mysterious uh, silver monolith that was placed in the Utah desert, um, but it has disappeared less than 10 days after it was spotted by wildlife. Oh, they they removed? Someone removed it? It has disappeared. Oh, well. No footprints or anything? Damn it. We talked about this off air, and now we're going to talk about it on air. And what did I say? You said that it was aliens. No, I definitely didn't say that. You said it was a government conspiracy. No, I definitely didn't say that. Well, you said it was two counts so far. (laughs) You said it was some jackass in his basement. No, I said it was somebody who was like, oh, God, it'll be super funny. Yeah, like I said, some jackass in his face. Gonna, was it you? I'm going to throw this out there, and like someone's going to find it someday, and it's going to be like this whole thing, and I'm going to sit back and just look at it and laugh. That's what this is. I am kind of surprised that they were able to get it out of there easily. Was one thing. It was very big. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure that things like monitored 24-7, no, basically. No, probably not. Probably not that important. They probably no. just went there at night with flashlights. No, it was just some. I don't know. Yeah, no. So yeah, sometimes just, a cigar is just a cigar. Like just, yeah, but other times it's a big black cock. So wow, that's the is that's the other those, part of the joke. Is this one of those uh, episodes we're gonna edit? I've never heard that <laughs> joke, Casey. I, I've never heard that. That's part of the joke what apparently. George Carlin said. Okay, I haven't seen every special of his, so maybe he did see, say that. Well, this is why you got to keep Carlos in. And why the would house we and edit show that? More but specials. like, sometimes a cigar yeah. is a cigar is like an old saying, though. Yeah. So like, it's just that George Carlin then turned it into a joke. Well, you know, but when it was in the seventies, at what point does it stop becoming an old saying and start becoming a George Carlin joke? Well, Casey, a, a cigar has been around for longer than the seventies. What? But I haven't. So <laughs> nothing that happened before I was alive counts. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good to know. Really? <laughs> no, not really, Brian. Jesus Christ. I'm not a monster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you cleared, clarified it for Brian because I don't I think, he, uh, I think he believed you. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So we're all on board with the monolith that was aliens, right? Go mm-hmm. for it. No. No, I, what do you think I the monolith said was? what I think it was. It was some dude who was I mean, like I was trying to get everybody else's thing, yeah, and well, then you did the a, thing, and then I derailed the thing. Yeah, and it's just a piece of junk that somebody put in the desert. That's why. But it was a very shiny piece of junk. Yeah, Casey. Sometimes pieces of junk can be shiny. Matt, what do you think? Uh, it probably is just some stupid thing, but I, I would love hope for it be something else. Yeah, me too. Two thousand one's like I, one of my favorite movies of all time. I don't really feel like I got that option. That. Uh, and you were allowed to say whatever you wanted, and then you I'm decided to, we're on a show called the Department of Offense. Yeah, and you decided to take <laughs> the the sad Carlos option and be like, it's just garbage. I don't know if I said garbage. That's what you implied. One man's trash is another man's treasure. Okay. All right, there you go. I like that saying. We can talk about that one for a minute. All right, let's get into our discussion topic because we are forty minutes in, and that needs to happen. All right, there's a BNS movie coming out. What? 
It's yeah. true. We're in talks with high-level Hollywood executives. The COVID's really ruined Hollywood. It really it? has. <laughs> They're digging deep right now, folks. Um, but they uh, part of our contract was I was able to negotiate where we get to make casting decisions. So... I would like to know who everybody would like to play them. Um, and then we also need to cast Rick and Peter. So that needs to happen. We're going to do that. Uh, and then we're going to come up with a couple of plot points of the film that I think need to happen. So, Carlos, who do you want to play you in the movie? Meryl Streep. What's the, <laughs> what's the, what's the plot of this film? We're going to get there. If you get Meryl, though, then it'd be Oscar nominated. You can't just choose the cast before you choose the plot. Okay, fine. Let's choose the plot first. All right. All right. Uh, let's say this: Big Hollywood people want to come in and buy out little tiny BNS studios, but we got to fight against the man. Oh, you know what? No, we're gonna do UHF. There's a bigger podcast studio across town, and we're fighting them. Oh, I was gonna say like if it's that first option, oh, like it, it should end with like we, us immediately selling out them. Oh no, that's that's how. It, like, I, I realized that would be a 20 minute film. I'm just trying to think of actors that look like. But let's do Carlos. UHF style. Like, there's another bigger podcast thing, and they're trying to edge us out of town. But for Pete, though, like, while you guys are talking, I'm going to be thinking about female actress leads for Pete. Are you sure that's not Rick, Because, I, I well, also, Rick would be played by a female. I think both. Too. <laughs> but I'm trying to think, though. I'm trying <laughs> to think of overweight orange, female actresses <laughs> thinking of orange for is Rick. the new black. The what's-her-face in there? The black hair, the lesbian cut? Uh, yeah, wait, which you know. one? I'll get a picture. Okay. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. The one, uh, the, the one who, like, uh, is kind of scary? Yeah. Yeah. What's her name? <laughs> All right, continue, Carlos. All right, is that who's playing? So, I, right? I would, uh, so the actor I choose to play me would be uh, Jason Segel from uh, How I Met Your Mother. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a very good acting or uh, character choice for you, Carlos. Because he's also tall. And it's Siegel. Seagal. No, it's Siegel. Like Seagal, like the bird. No. Like this guy? No, you're not going to be Steven Yeah, Jason Siegel. I'm pretty sure it's probably Siegel. It is Siegel. I've heard him say his own name. On the internet, but yeah, what, I said what Siegel, movies is, has he been in? I uh, no, he like, was in How I Met Your Mother. He was in one of the. And he was also Muppet in Forgetting movies. Sarah Marshall and a Muppet movie and that they did recently. recently. But this is how he looks now. Yeah, it's a good choice for Carlos. All right, it's not bad. He's a very tall man. He is very tall. He's six foot four. Carlos is taller. No, I I'm not taller than six foot four. Carlos, oh. are you six seven? Are you no. like six foot eight? Are you nine? six ten? No. Do you play basketball? Are you six thirteen? Do you ball? <laughs> 613. No. No, I'm not 613. I'm not some Bible passage. You play you play basketball. It's Leah. This, this one's name is Leah uh Delaria. What the one that is from Pete? Orange is the New Black. No, for Rick. That's who's playing Pete. That's, no, that's Rick. That's Rick. That is Rick. <laughs> <laughs> what what is the person's name? Right. Again? I Carlos, I really like that. That's really good. Thing. Do you have a secondary? In no. case we can't get Jason. Uh, no, there is that I just don't get a role. I'm not in the movie then. That's true. I mean, you <laughs> would be, be you would be a secondary lead, I would think. <laughs> but I would still be the first one. Or on maybe maybe block. it is BNS the Carlos story. Yeah. No. Nah. <laughs> yeah. In that case, in that case or, or would that, be, whatever, but in that case it would be all first for Rick. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Uh Brian. Brian, who would play you? Dude, I don't know. In BNS, the Carlos <laughs> yeah, story. I don't know. I legit don't know. Uh, I have an idea. Just because the uh, beard. The Game of Thrones dude? No. The red one? No, I was going to say... Uh, oh, oh Torrin, yes. funny as hell. No, I was, was, was going to say, <laughs> have David Grohl uh, just uh, color oh, his be, hair red. Oh, that'd no. be funny, too. <laughs> he's not an actor. No, but he, he's been he in movies. Be, he could he showed be. up in like, movies before. No, I, I, I agree with him, Torrin. <laughs> but either of those would be really funny. And he's really funny, too. <laughs> I think either of them would be great. I like the Dave Grohl idea though, because then like we have now have we have, we have an excuse double to hang star out with power. Dave yeah, and then we have an excuse to hang out with Dave Grohl because he has to shadow you to like get the Brian essence, yeah. and he'd be like, <laughs> "I don't you, think you want to jam." I don't think you. Would, <laughs> I don't think you'd shadow. <laughs> oh my god! Either of those would be really funny. Matt, I don't know. 
I really want to save Jeff Goldblum, but I don't think it would work. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd say that'd be fun to hang out with Jeff Goldblum. It'd be really fun to hang out with Brad Pitt too. It'd be really fun to hang. I out I could with see a bunch Brad Pitt playing Matt though. That that would make. He's sense way to too me. pretty though. No. He is very pretty. Uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but Matt had this problem of eating on the on the podcast for a while, and that would fit with Brad Pitt. Like, Why is that? Because he eats in everything. <laughs> he does. Yes, that is a thing. Okay. <laughs> and let's like, be honest, Jason Siegel is prettier than Carlos. Christopher Walken dancing yeah, and everything. A lot prettier than pretty much everybody at the table, though. <laughs> well, we got a cast so far. <laughs> or he could be uh, the person no, playing Aquaman. We didn't get to Pete. Jason Momoa? No. The long hair? Jason Momoa? I don't think Jason Momoa works. Maybe Jason Momoa could play Gordon. No. Jason if, Momoa. If we want a very prettier Gordon. We want a pretty Gordon. No, we don't mind sitting two I, and a half hours listening to. Jason Momoa <laughs> would not gain that much weight. It does it's okay. That's, See, they're, no, they're two gi- like no, but they're, they're giants. They're, yeah, both, they're both they're, giants. It'd be like the Rock is also. He wouldn't huge. break any of our chairs. But that's great. part of Gordon's charm, though. Is him breaking chairs? Yeah, and that's no. part of Jason Momoa's chairs. charm is that he's huge. It's a huge dude. I don't, I Gordon mean, is also a huge I've dude. I've only ever seen Gordon's hugeness. Yeah, but also, we're casting a movie, so we're all going to be prettier than we are. Oh, that's true. I forget that I'm... Who did you guys say again? <laughs> well, I'm going to say Torrin, but then... I like Torrin, but also, like, I, I was I kind of on this Slash little Dave, Dave Grohl, Grohl thing. Like, I just like the idea of Dave Grohl being in the movie. Also, every yeah. time I do watch Game <laughs> of Thrones, I think of Brian when I see him, though. <laughs> Really? Yeah, dude. It's like <laughs> the beard's coming down. Right? The beard's coming down. And he does the eye look too. The 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 one the one the one liners like <laughs> when he's just trying to get into Brienne's pants. Giantsville. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, so who did you have picked out for uh, for Peter? Oh, God, Matt had a funny one. Well, and I Melissa looked it McCarthy up. It, this first. was Matt. Matt's was Leah. Del- no, that's that's, Del- that's Rick. Yeah. <laughs> that's Rick. Yeah, I don't watch that's Orange right, is the New Black, so I don't know nah, these actors. Uh, no, so I, I don't either. And and so whatever. But what was the Pete one? I don't know yet. I, I, I initially I said was Melissa I jokingly ca- cast a woman because Pete's like, oh, I'm Pete. I'm Pete. Oh, no, I'm Pete. Oh. So uh, um, who's uh who's who plays Richard in IT Crowd? Who's in the Great British Bread <gasps> Off? Noel Fielding. Would that be a good Peter? Richard. Yeah, they do that. They do. It's the on same fire, Jane. Or Jane, else, uh, it's on fire. Or else, no, the, that's uh, that's that's, that's Richard Iowati. Uh, uh, or not, yeah, not Adelaide. Yeah, said IT crowd. Otherwise, IT, Matt no, Perry. No, the guy who plays Richard, like, the character's name is Richard. The boss guy. No, no wait, with the long hair. Otherwise, Matt Berry. This guy. I was going to say Matt Berry yeah, for, that'd yeah, be great. Matt Berry would be Jen. good, Peter, yeah. Yeah. Were you we'll come to my yeah. Samba. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I think Matt Berry would be the one to go with. But also, he does have more Casey's characteristics he does, actually. Yeah, I was like, Matt Berry's a good me. No, that'd be a you, yeah. Matt Berry? Yes. Okay, that's like a... Come yeah, so to my chamber. So my, 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 my two were Matt Berry or Jason Alexander. <sighs> I need to see season two of... Uh, but I think Matt Berry. Shadows. No, I'm I'm thinking Matt Berry is more you, yeah. 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 Uh, who, what's the guy's name that was in uh, first season of Fargo and Lake Placid? <laughs> For Pete? What? Fargo and Lake Placid. Oliver Platt. Nope. Uh, no, that doesn't work. Nope. For yeah, we're still looking at Pete. Pete's hard to cast. <laughs> He's a very unique individual. Um, Noel Fielding could work just because. I think Noel Fielding is great, like, as. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, Noel Fielding would work really well as, uh, as Pete. If we're going to go with, bring like, energy. off-brand British <laughs> yeah. Yeah. humor dudes, yeah, yeah. He'd bring the right amount of energy. He would be. Like, have have you seen like in IT crowd when he's oh, watching like the the lights blink? Like all the this animals. This one blinks. This one blinks. And that one does that sometimes. And then he's. Don't know what that means. I think I should tell somebody, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, perfect. He is. And then he is the best part of the the, the, the one scene where too. he's like he's up on the ceiling and like, just go. 
Like everybody rolls in and they don't know where he is, but he's stuck to the ceiling. Yeah, there we go. Noel Apparently, Fielding. Great British uh, Bake Off has, has uh, gotten rid of uh, Noel Fielding. Cool. Oh, he's just around for the one season? No, he was around for about four seasons. Oh, okay. Yeah, apparently people got sick of his dirty jokes. Oh, that's sad. What? Yeah, he's the best part of the show. That sounds delightful. But my dirty jokes are my perfect everything. Well, he'll get really into death metal then, and it'll be fine. And then he'll be Brian then. No. Can you turn my headphones up a little bit? They're a little... Qu- no, not, no, <laughs> not really. Not, my headphones are no, fine. No, for real terms. But, uh, but it's Pete. That's Pete. That's Pete. <laughs> oh, it is Pete. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, we, we have the cast. Um, it is... Jason Segel. Jason Segel. Uh, who did you decide on? Tormund or... Uh, or Game of Thrones, dude, they, we, or... We picked a mixture of Tormund and Dave. You, you have to choose one. Yeah, you have to choose one. I have to choose one. Yeah. Um, wow. Uh, I, I think I think Dave Dave Grohl would probably catch the spirit a little better. I don't better. know. I don't but know. He'd, you, we'd have to pay a mo- oh, more, though, for... Oh, you know what? For no, you're here. right. Okay, I'm, uh, we're Tormund. Matt showed me a pick. Yeah, Tormund, 110%. All right, Tormund. But if there were young young Brian, it'd be Dave Grohl. That's true. Yeah. All right. All right, Tormund. And then, Matt, you are? Did you did you choose Brad Pitt? Or who are we doing? I think Brad Pitt. I just choose, we I just choose cool Brad Pitt for though. Matt. No, I'm, I'm going to throw it out. There. I choose Brad Pitt for Matt. Because I feel like hang out with Brad Pitt. He Matt yeah. looks slick enough where like if he shaved he'd look sexy. If he had a beard he'd look sexy. So it's, you know, it's if he was eating something he would probably sound terrible. <laughs> what? You can't eat on the microphones, Brian. I know that, but we, 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 we did that one time and one time only. Actually, we've done it multiple times. And like, we have done it multiple times. Uh, there, there was an entire episode with Chew. Uh, well, there was there was the one episode where we did a bubblegum tasting. That I, was made the worst idea. I made sandwiches. I made. Oh my god. I made sandwiches one time, and um, it was a great time. They were really good, Sam. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, and then I will be played by uh, who again, Matt? Uh, it's Matt Berry. Matt Berry, which I think is a great casting, if mm-hmm. I do say so myself. <laughs> it's just me with a better head, set of hair. Uh, and then, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we have Peter as Noel Fielding. Yep. Uh, and Rick as what's her name? Leah Durali or something. Durali. Oh, I like this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and so this when, ca- when he or, did get that haircut first, oh, the lesbi- that lesbian was the exact Rick, person yeah, we were talking about <laughs> the exact person we were talking Call about. I'll find the bell. <laughs> Take the fuck out of it. <laughs> I, just, I can't find the bell. It's oh my god, oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get the fuck out of here. I think we've uh, we've exhausted I'm this joke. Rick! <laughs> So our version of Pickle Rick, because it's shit. Okay, bye. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, jeez. All right, guys, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindersdudes.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com. You can follow us on Twitter at blindersdudes.com. I'll see you guys next week. Oh.